Welcome to Ye Can Do, a podcast about possibility. My name is Bernie Kyo, and together with my co-host Paula Thomas, we are on a mission every week to power new possibilities in our own lives and yours. Once a month, we'll be discussing our highs, lows, and learnings from our book review and guest interviews. So if you'd like to learn how to yay can do your life, join us every month for our monthly review. And of course, every other week for book reviews, our latest interviews and inspiration. So darling Bernie, how are you? Welcome back to High Schools and Learnings. Hi Paula, I'm very well, thank you. Great to see you, long lost friend. <laughs> Indeed, we haven't seen each other nearly enough, uh, but yes. thankfully we have Ye Can Do to bring us together in a, let's say, semi-structured way. And yes. I always love this monthly opportunity to sit and reflect on all of the wonderful highs, lows and learning. So listen to me. Um, Keith Barry was my solo show this month. I know you were listening today. And I, of course, was listening mm-hmm. to your solo show today as well. So first of all, tell me what were your thoughts listening to Keith Barry? I really liked him. And uh, I didn't expect to. <laughs> I don't know him as well as you. I know of him, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I thought that he was very down to earth mm-hmm. and gave a lot of very practical um, advice. Uh, and I know he probably wouldn't like it to be couched as, as advice, you know, because he says he's not here to really preach to anyone. Yeah. You know, he's just sharing what's useful to him um, and what works for him. And uh, um, so I, I kind of, you know, as I said, I was kind of initially kind of ready to be skeptical. Mm. Um, and, you know, when it came to the discussion of ice baths and things like that, I was like, Paula, I've been banging on about the benefits <laughs> of cold water to you. For yeah. years. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and uh, obviously Wim Hof has pioneered that, but lots of people uh, uh, around swimming uh, areas all around the world where they've cold water know that, um, you know, without making millions of it. But nevertheless, um, you know, the more I listened, the more engaged I became. Um, and, you know, because he was just so ready to get straight to the point and give give, give um, the ideas that work for him and, and, you know, the practices that work for him. So among those, I, I noted creative vis- visualisation. Yeah. Um, and his belief in creative visualization and linked to what you truly, truly want, you know, and uh, yeah. and then um, related to taking massive action around that. So rather than just sitting back and setting intentions or whatever, that you actually, you know, go out and, and try and make that happen, you know. And uh, but the creative visualization being really key, and the fact that I think that he talked about, you know, that he would spend um, like fifteen minutes practice daily, yeah. um, and uh, and you know over three months, you know, in in creating, you know, maybe that 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 goal that he had or that objective that he might have linked to what he truly truly wants to yeah. achieve, you know, um, and that you know I found it really helpful listening to his 
you know, his comeback to you, his explanation to you of how to manage those roving thoughts during trying to do meditation, you know, and um, um, that, you know, well, first of all, even meditation, that really helpful advice, you know, it is true and I've read it and I believe it, you know, do what works for you. And, you know, Mm. if that's a walking meditation, if that's floating in the sea, if Mm. that's um, gardening, if that, you know, that, you know, if it's painting, if it's journaling, if it's, you know, that, that, it's not open to all of us all of the time or even maybe forever to to sit back and meditate for an hour you know um and so he was saying about that the point about just um don't get out of bed do yeah. it in bed yeah. you know yeah five minutes of connecting to your body and relaxing your body you're already relaxed but kind of you know doing that body mapping and mm. um, five minutes of breath work and then five minutes of, of creative uh uh uh, visualization and either doing that you know when you wake up immediately in bed Mm. and or you know go to bed and do it in bed before you before you go to sleep you know so I thought that was really kind of helpful and practical and honestly I'm the kind of believer that if you were to start off doing that with you know one minute of each you know that that would be ultimately beneficial if you could practice it daily. You know, and then build build up. Uh, and Paula, when you ask the question as to you know how do you keep your mind focused, you know, when he came back with that uh, proposal to to doodle, yeah, to to draw the images, you know, and and don't have to be a Picasso to do this, um, and to allow your mind to wander, you know, yeah. um, I I found that really really helpful because actually I am quite a visual person, mm. and uh, um, and I just kind of was would be curious to see where my mind would wander and what would would come out you know so yeah. I, I thought that was a great way of accessing your right brain and uh loved the way that he said it could take a minute and there's no perfect way to do it mm. so I uh, you know that's you know I just found his advice um really kind of practical and there's mm-hmm. lots more I could say but I'd like to give you the space to come in Okay, well, thank you. I'm really happy you liked it, first of all, of mm-hmm. course. Um, I, I, like you, was expecting that it might be something you might resist just because I think it's quite a different style. Very much aligned, as you know. I, I The reason I wanted Keith on the show was he embodies powering possibilities to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's somebody who shows up, he tries, and as you said, he tries lots of different things, um, relentlessly consistent, massive action. So, so I'm a big admirer of, of of how he lives his life. So it's nothing to do with the entertaining, which is incredibly entertaining, but um, I was concerned you mightn't like it. So for me, you know, super brilliant. I think I said a, a few times when I did the recording that it felt like personal, you know, um, you know, therapy session for me in terms of understanding, you know, and asking those very specific questions. But funny you mentioned the doodling, Bernie, because I tried it. I was away last weekend and I was kind of, you know, dozing off um, one evening and I, I remembered this suggestion that he'd had. So I decided just to doodle a couple of things down about kind of abundance. And like, I just had a brilliant idea, which we were talking about offline, about maybe writing an ebook and 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 how useful that might be. And that came immediately. And I feel like it was connected with the fact that I did a doodle, went to sleep, and literally, as he said, is how it works. The subconscious mind gets to work on a solution. So I kind of felt like that that idea came from the image of, oh, what could I do that would create abundance for me or for others? 
So I found that, you know, again, maybe a coincidence, maybe I'm overthinking it, but definitely a new way for me to kind of go, right, it's not just the very serious either meditation or affirmation, which I can struggle with, but actually maybe a little bit more fun. So yeah, brilliant, Mm. brilliant, real Mm. high for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I I love that idea because we're accessing, I mean, he would say the subconscious, you know, Mm. and it's certainly, you know, the realm beyond the rational you know, the realm beyond totally. the the yeah. the ego, the fixed, you know, desires, yeah. the, you know, to to access possibility beyond that, you know. So I'm delighted to hear that that and I'm not surprised in, in the slightest, you know, because mm-hmm. what we're doing there is creating space, you yeah. know, space yeah. for possibility, yeah. ideas, creativity to emerge. Mm. And uh, and, you know, a part of my resistance initially was kind of here we go again, you know, someone, um, and sorry, this isn't, um, about Keith. This is, you know, here we go again, this Holy grail search for the perfect thing to do. That's going to get me what I want, you know? Mm. So this kind of acquisition, you know, consumption mode, if I can only do this perfectly or find the perfect thing to do, Mm. I will achieve X or get X or, you know, you know, get this goal. And, in actual fact, um, and I resist that because I think there's another way to be. And I think Dara Fleming, mm. who I interviewed, was yeah. a perfect example of uh, how to be in the world and in sync and in flow. And, you know, and, and you know, but ultimately I can see that Keith is in flow with himself, For is, sure. is, is absolutely in sync. And in actual fact, although he has all these techniques and does practice them, um, what I heard by the end of this, the podcast was a man that lives a reflective life and who is connected, you know, to his to inside of himself, to his head and his heart. Mm. And I absolutely loved his idea of every quarter taking a reorientation day. Totally. And that is for me was Keith taking the, the opportunity to reflect and go inside and, you know, he said, align himself to his deepest values and beliefs mm. and, 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 and journal and start out and work out, you know, what's going on for him, what are, you know, everything in other words, you know, his mm. problems is whatever, but also his deepest, deepest desires and, but aligned to his values and beliefs. In other words, to true who he really is as yeah. a, as an authentic human being. And so, Keith may have lots of super helpful techniques, Mm. but they're anchored in a way to show up in the world and a way to be in the world Mm. that's linked to, you know, his authentic self. And I love that. And I absolutely love that idea. And it's not that I haven't heard it before, Mm. but I really want to, that's what I want to apply. That's what I want to take, you know, and uh, yeah. I absolutely want to put in my diary uh, for four days a year where I do exactly as he recommends there. And I believe in the day because I think you need to probably take time to slip off the mantle of your everyday life and and fall into that during the day, you know, so um, loved it. So, so, you know, I think there's someone there that has is 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 deep Mm. and is, you know, is is 
leading a successful life, obviously trying to be of service and doing what he loves and using his talents, mm. um, but anchored anchored in his um, his true self. And I, I loved that as an example. Yeah, yeah. And I thought of you actually when we had the conversation just going back to when we were together in Pendulum and Keith was obviously on stage in April. But I remember us um, noticing that some of the speakers, you know, might have been professionally successful, but seemed to have a less successful, maybe personal life. You know, Mm -hmm. there was, you know, that kind of conversation around, well, actually, why is that person on stage? You know, if they're on their, you know, if they've had, you know, three divorces or whatever, like I just remember that came up and Keith is the opposite. Keith is absolutely the person who's saying his values, his, his wife and his children, um, they're, they're just so such strong presence in his life and yes he's teaching them as well about how to use their subconscious mind um so i just love that idea that you know so many people and as you clearly i don't have my own children but I really wish that more children had the opportunity to be taught about how to either manage their mind or, or you know, set themselves these opportunities to visualize because I think it's quite natural in childhood. Um, and it just seems like a natural state of being that we almost kind of, you know, talk ourselves out of as we come, become adults. So I love that he has that, whether it's the fun or the whatever, but the core values about how he lives, as we said, you know, when he's not doing ice baths, he is, you know, with his his son or his whatever, his his family spending just time with them um, in the middle of all the, the craziness that he's trying to deliver and achieve for himself. Yes. Yeah. And Paula, that's exactly what we're trying to do in A Lust for Life. Wow. Um, the youth yes. uh, mental health charity that uh, mm. that I'm MD of, um, it's to you know teach, um, give give uh, children and young people, you know, the skills to um, to tap into uh, mindfulness, to use mindfulness to mm. to tap into their emotions, to be present to their inner world, you know, and conscious and compassionate to themselves and and you know people outside you know uh, people um mm. in the, in their environment and uh, cuz you know the the science says that the earlier we intervene and, and and teach children these skills, some of which they will absolutely naturally embrace, of course, you know, mm. um, that, uh, you know, the, the more beneficial it is to them because they can learn this, you know, as a natural way of kind of being, you know, as, as they grow and, you mm. know, develop that emotional agility and uh, that resilience to, to the inevitable ups and downs of life, you know? Mm. So, and, and, uh, you know, and it is being mindful, um, live being present to the moment, um, that that is also very strongly linked to ac- accessing your subconscious. You know, um, mm. because you certainly can't do that if you are uh, lost in doing or lost in anxiety or you know um, f- a- any kind of uh, frantic activity. Mm. Um, so, and you know, the the one thing I would say is that because you know I did hear a little bit in the podcast. Um, just, you know, from, from your perspective, it's kind of, you know, I know this and I should be doing this and, you know, and I try not to increasingly try not for myself to prescribe to that kind of thinking, you know, because I do think that, um, the, you know, periods of confusion and doubt 
are necessary for us to grow. And mm-hmm. um, so they serve a purpose as well, you know, and no amount of spiritual practice or meditation or, um, you know, sports activity, whatever we do to help us be, you know, well and connected and on a day to day basis. Um, none of that is going to you know, give us immunity from those periods of, of confusion and doubt. And mm. um, because um, we have this natural kind of self-actualizing uh, force to grow mm. and, you know, that only comes from, you know, an increasing kind of dissatisfaction with what is currently. Um, so I think we just have to allow for those mm. um shadow moments or those dark moments you know um and see them as as like treat them with compassion Mm. um and treat ourselves with compassion through them Mm. um but also see them as as being useful you know a sign Mm, there's growth afoot here you know Mm. and I usually when I see that I'm like oh Jesus not again you know (laughs) I can't bear it you know to be honest like living through it is extremely uncomfortable because you kind of would like five minutes of it to stop (laughs) but but you know so everything serves a purpose if it's if you're reflecting on it and connected to you know how useful it can be you know yeah yeah thank you for that absolutely and uh just um what did you think of of my podcast with dara speaking to dara fleming Oh, I, I absolutely loved it, Bernie. Um, mm. Yeah, what a beautiful soul. Um, just, just, just a lovely energy of reality. Um, integrity, I think, is probably mm. the word that comes through. Um, I loved that you commented on his bravery because mm. it reminded me, actually, when we talked about feel the fear and do it anyway, like here is somebody in probably, you know, like an age group and, you know, the way social media and all of those kind of pressures are for somebody like Dara to be, to be brave enough to, to, to show up and write honestly. And, and I haven't read it, but I can hear it coming through just in the podcast. Um, so detailed and so thoughtfully and so helpfully to alleviate pain like of course the 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 thoughts of experiencing um losing somebody to to suicide is is unthinkable um i haven't been directly impacted um but yeah for for somebody like him to um to sit down and craft words and to to help people um and help himself i loved both parts actually the the part that came through about the the fact that it helped him privately and personally to understand himself and to understand with clarity or greater clarity over time what was going on. And then, of course, the public um, contribution that he's making is just an incredible gift to the world. So, yes, that that idea that um, people are are reading and hearing and even the recognition is wonderful for him. But honestly, making a difference like that is incredible. So, yeah, thought he was mm. a remarkable guy. So, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, he's it. Very, very talented um, young man. And uh, it's not fair that he's so wise for his <laughs> tender years. Totally, you know? totally. Um, and, and actually, even even though he was doing it in a public format, um, I suppose both Keith and uh Dara are testament to the power of of journaling and 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 which is effectively again reflecting totally. on what's going on and you know for oneself in one's life you know and uh, 
And and I loved like it's essentially proactive message as well that, um, you know, that that one of the key learnings that he had from going to counselling was, mm. which was tremendously helpful to him anyway, but was that he could take action around his own mental health, you know, and I wish that I had known this 20 years ago. You know, I really do. I wish I'd. Yeah began working, you know, 20 years ago on my mental health, you know, and, and how to, to, you know, to, uh, yeah, to take proactive steps. And they were so simple. Like I did write the posters that he said, you know, it's like, have I slept? Have I had enough water? Have yeah. I done any physical act exercise? And, uh, you know, am I, have I, have I, you know, give myself good nutrition today, you know? Mm. And then yeah, tick box. No, actually I'm missing one of those. So could that be it if I'm feeling off, you know? And yeah. if not, like if, if I am, can I do one of those things now? Mm. And if it's something lingering, okay, there's something deeper going on. Let's get out that journal. Let's get out, you know, let's think mm. about this and, and write about it as his way of, you know, his pathway to, to his soul, you know, mm. and, but I just love that proactive nature. And like, what I don't want to send out is this mesh that like all mental health issues are uh, caused by, um, something we Trauma. do or don't do you know okay. no no they you know that that that's the my more. point is that okay. there's you know, many reasons uh, for for uh mental health and mental illness to appear in our lives and it's not something we are necessarily fully responsible for but yeah. for your you know but but at the same time if you're averagely well with yeah. challenges you know that 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 life challenges that come up that we can proactively manage it and again it mm. does doesn't make us immune from suffering, from pain, from confusion, doubt, growth, yeah. anxiety, etc. But um, but we can, um, I suppose, frame them with perspective and a bit of detachment so that it, it doesn't become all consuming, you know. Yeah. And I loved as well just his sense of following his gut. Yeah. And no plan. Mm. And just, as you said, showing up with integrity doing mm. something that he cares deeply about, mm. uh, using his writing skills and, and talent, you know, mm. and trusting that, you know, that he's on that right path. And as a result, yeah, that he just has to keep showing up on that path and, and doors will open, opportunities will unfold. And, you know, yeah. I love that because that is another way of being. It is. And, and it's funny that the type of people that I hear that coming through are the type of people who meditate consistently. And mm. that can't be a coincidence, you know, because there's something about like I heard it, Dara talking about the detachment and he has that sense of my favorite word for it actually is, is witnessing. So witnessing the thoughts, witnessing the confusion and all of that, but having that depth of connection to a sense of being. So that kind of inner strength that Dara definitely has. And to me, that definitely comes when I meet anyone who's a, a consistent person who meditates. And again, for, you know, with Dara, like what I loved particularly is this idea, first of all, of a daily practice, because again, sounds like that's what Lust for Life is, is teaching. That's what Keith Barry is talking about. Like to me, we're so clear on the importance of practice for exercise and all of the other things or showing up to work every day. So why is mental health not treated with the same level of awareness or, you know, goal setting or or visualization, for example, 
like it's a core belief of mine that again I come and go and whatever but that consistency um, and taking responsibility is definitely something that Dara demonstrates and also having the you know wisdom to kind of know actually well maybe this is time I do talk to a counselor this feels like it's it's bigger than me or I don't have you know a, a clear way to to process it or or whatever so you know, I think that's also something that we all probably need to consider is actually maybe there's more consulting or counselling available. Um, so I liked that he was, you know, comfortable to do that because certainly in the past, you know, years ago, I'd say particularly like I remember talking to a friend that I really felt needed a counsellor and she couldn't go there. She was in too mm. much pain. And um, and that's when it's gone obviously too far. And and what do you do then? So hopefully these kind of messages that people like Dara can kind of go. Well, actually, yeah, I went to a counselor. It normalizes um, looking for for help. You know, in terms of kind of going, yep, yeah, this is something that somebody else can help me. You know, to deal with. And then again, I take responsibility to do that when I need to every day. He acknowledged if he doesn't exercise, it surfaces more anxiety in his life. Typically, he has noticed that. So, yeah, yeah. very powerful. Very yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah, that speaks to the idea we were discussing earlier, Paula. About it's not okay. Yeah. To not be okay, you know, over a long period. Uh, And in the sense, there's no judgment in that. But, you know, you deserve and we deserve to to be helped through that if there is something that's becoming bigger than us that we can't, you know, solution by ourselves, you know. And and I was talking to another friend the other night and we were saying, why do we resist the solution? Mm. And whatever that is for for mm. we were talking about, about each other, obviously. Um mm. and uh and sometimes I wonder, am I used to 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 pain, you know? <laughs> Like, is there comfort in, you know, in the problem, you know? Yes, <laughs> and, you're right. Um, and you're is there resistance yeah. to the solution? And uh, mm. um, and then, but my friend was saying, um, you know, is, is it linked to maybe not feeling we're valuable enough for self-worth? And, and I, I don't know, you know, is the answer to that. But we, you know, I do know that we are all valuable. And I do believe that, um, you know, that we can't... Even if, you know, being self-sufficient and independent and all of that has been a core learning from childhood or you have, uh, you know, that's been your key survival Mm. mechanism, you know, um, for 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 years that, you know, ultimately if confronted with something that's that's Mm. just too painful, that isn't going away or that's lingering to Mm. the point that it's starting to really impact on your quality of life or your, you know, ability to create healthy relationships to work or you know yeah live live um a good life then then it's definitely worth seeking help you're not a failure um it's um it's just we we do need help at times and that's mm. okay you know mm. it's not a it's not a judgment um call so yeah so uh, yeah so i suppose what we have is two examples of two yeah. uh, people in, mm-hmm. in this respect men um mm-hmm. who are very much taking action. Yeah. Um, But I loved, Dara did mention that he also assigns himself on productive periods and that none of this is about doing it perfectly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, watching the Marvel movies or because he's noticed this kind of, uh, and definitely it's societally driven, you know, where the sense that we should always be maximizing our time and, uh, Mm. um, and, 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 um, doing things and 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 
I think Keith even was saying, no, 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 we sh- shouldn't always be doing, you know, shouldn't always be sensing that we should be doing something else. And uh, mm. so I love that notion of prescribing unproductive periods, you know. Um, yeah. How does that sit with you, Paula, unproductive periods? Well, funny, I did it at the weekend and I loved it. What? And it was, <laughs> yes. And it was before I listened to Dara. So now I've got, you know, plenty of ammunition to do it again. No, genuinely, I was feeling a bit overwhelmed last week with the amount of like travel coming up and, you know, again, looking, you know, with so much um, new ideas coming, you know, again, a high quality problem. But by the time Friday night came around, I was just exhausted and, uh, you know, Daniel was being all healthy and whatever, bouncing out of bed to go to the gym. And I said, I am going to sit on the balcony. Um, and I'm going to sit in the sunshine because actually the weather is now spectacular. <gasps> and I oh, literally lovely. sat there and I cannot tell you how extremely, how thrilled I was that I wasn't in the gym because I should be whatever, getting fit. And I just gave myself permission to use a, another friend's phrase. I just kind of went, no, this morning I'm sitting on the balcony. <laughs> it was great. So yeah, I definitely felt different then. Yeah. And I, I spent yeah. a, a bit of time on Netflix binging for the afternoon, um, <laughs> which also helped. Love but, it, girl. But again, well the fact that, uh, you know, I don't have a wedding to plan and all that kind of stuff, actually. <laughs> like, okay, happy days. So yeah, yeah, I was watching the the We Crashed um, series, which I think is just topical at the moment. I don't know if anybody's, you know, followed the story of WeWork and it's, you know. Um, oh, I have to watch that. Yeah, It's compelling. Yeah. TV for sure, particularly Mm -hmm. because a lot of it is the kind of language I would use, you know, but taken to a ridiculous extreme, but brilliantly acted. But anyway, that's the uh, the lack of productivity I had on Saturday. I was delighted with myself. I'm delighted to hear Paula. (laughs) Definitely well deserved. And actually, you know, I was thinking after uh, uh, Dara, I spoke with Dara and he was talking about that. And I said, God, the Mm. thing I love most, most to do um and I don't do anyway enough of it is to sit in the sun and, you know, and I'm going to characterize that as sunbathing, even though for yeah. me it has to be a very not too hot sun. And, mm. you know, I love particularly early evening sun. And when, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like the harm has almost come out of the rays, you know, and but yeah. I love that sensation of the sun on my face yeah. and just bathing in that warm glow and ideally, and I don't do enough of that. So that's what I'm going to visualize. <laughs> Actually, well, I was about you. to say our spare that room. my Ford Decato camper van. <laughs> there you go. Why not? Be, uh, my key creative visualizations. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. You. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. And um, so can I just offer um, anyone who's listening a lovely little meditation that I came across in a book that a friend had gifted me mm-hmm. on self-compassion, mm-hmm. which I picked up mistakenly because I was thought it was the book I was reading for our book club. Okay. And it's called The Mindful Path to Self-Compassion. And to be honest, it um, it's a little gem and uh, I am going to I maybe do a little podcast uh, bonus episode on it or something like that. But I, I kind of picked it up and was reading it at different points, you know, and I got to start at the beginning and read it in sequence, you know. Okay. But he offered um, a, uh, um, a uh, actually he has a perspective that this guy, Christopher Germer, I think that people seek happiness in three different ways, the pleasant life, the engaged life and the meaningful life. And uh, I kind of believe that I uh, 
tried to achieve all three um, <laughs> and therefore they sometimes compete against each other. But but he had this little um, meta practice, he called it a um, uh, little meditation that he said, you you know, is really, really helpful. And um, you can do it. It takes probably, you know, you could do it for a minute and then do it multiple times a day if you want. And uh, so I'm offering this up um, call mm. and it's may I be safe May I be happy, may I be healthy, and may I live with ease. Ooh, love, oh, love yeah. that. It's gorgeous. You know? Yeah. And and then if you, you know, want to include someone in that or maybe someone you're struggling with, or you know, it's yeah. may you and I be safe, may you and I be happy, may you and I be healthy, may you and I live with ease. Yeah. Oh. I love that living with ease. And of course you can interchange the words if something is more, resonates more. Yeah. But I, you know, I just thought that, he, that like he offered that up as a meditation that anyone can do for a minute by totally. repeating that a few times, you know, yeah. Yeah. and, but, but doing it frequently like daily or whatever. And I just was mm. like, Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I'm going to offer that up. And uh, are you, have you anything more to add Paula? Not at all. Um, you know, just want to say, you know, loved Dara um, will definitely be, you know, following his work now. Um, even the title, Thoughts Too Big, mm. um, immediately makes sense to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think we all have times where, you know, we're distressed and that's that's a really good articulation of that. So, yeah, loved him. Um, and, and to give Keith a, a shout out. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, he's obviously planning now events um, in Dublin. Um, in January, it sounds like it's going to happen. So watch this space. But hopefully you and I will be there in person. So um, in terms of highs, lows and learnings, I learned loads, no lows to report um, particularly and all all wonderful, inspiring content. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Paula, what's um, Keith's book? Brain it's Hacks, is Brain it? Brain Hacks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can't remember the subtitle. I and I have to I'll, say, actually, yeah, do or I'll bring it if you want. But and to me, hacks isn't a word that I would naturally resonate with. It kind of feels, I don't know, a little harsher than I than the practices uh, feel. But anyway, it's it's, it's very tacky. <laughs> it is. And it appeals to, to all the engineers and totally. <laughs> product totally. managers out there. Yeah. yeah. And just to say, so Dara's mental health blog is called Thoughts Too Big and I highly recommend it and also I absolutely loved his book of poetry that he published in July they're called Poems that were written on trains but weren't written about trains Mm. and his debut non-fiction book Lonely Boy comes out in November and I'm hoping that I might make it down to Cork if I'm invited for for the launch of of that and if you don't mind Paula can I close out on on, on some lines of poetry from that poetry book would Dara. love you too okay. absolutely so and next week it's um our book club mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully you'll tune in for that so just to close out from dara fleming under the surface of your life is something beautiful and just like the ocean the scariest part is that you don't know what's down there Ooh. Mm. <laughs> amazing thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening guys <laughs>